Hey, Washington, D.C., we missed all the cheers, the tears, and the touchdowns. The excitement of a last-second field goal to get the heart pumping. The football season's finally here, so now's the time to head to Hollywood Casino at Charlestown Races to place your bets for Week 7. And placing your bets at the Sportsbook at Hollywood Casino Charlestown Races is an easy way to earn exciting My Choice rewards all season long at the Sportsbook at Hollywood Casino Charlestown Races. All gaming is regulated by the West Virginia Lottery. Gamble too much? Call 1-800-522-4700 for free confidential help. Must be 20 Yo, yo, I go by the name I'm of Pharrell from the Neptunes, and I just want to let y'all know, I'm your push the world is about to feel something that they never felt before, come on. What up, what up, what up, San Antonio, Austin, Del Rio, people up in Tyler, people up in the Shaw City, people down the whole 305 South Florida region. You are tuned in here to the Thursday edition of the Sports Grind. Calvin Casey, Mike Harge, a.k.a. Hardball Harge, Jonas Clark producer, Mr. Sam spinning the one and twos. We are broadcasting here from the Rounders Car Club Studios, and today's show is being presented by Hazel Sky Smoke Shop. Make sure you visit their website at hazelskyonline.com where you can shop for the comforts of your own home and you can check out all their latest products. That is Hazel Sky. And this first segment of the day is going to be sponsored by Way to Grow. Way to Grow is a full-service landscaping company that can handle all your residential or commercial needs. That is Way to Grow, official sponsor of the Sports Grind. 736-9760. If you know what you want to talk about, it's open phone lines. Feel free to give us a call. Anything that we discussed on yesterday's show or we're discussing today that you want to weigh in and give your opinion on, we feel free to do that. We just ask you to be patient during the breaks and segments, and we'll get to the phone calls accordingly. Also, don't forget, if you want to follow me on Twitter or interact with me on Twitter, you can uh, follow me at SportsGrind. And if you want to interact with Mike, you can follow him at HardballHarge. Also, don't forget, we're streaming Facebook Live here shortly, I think. We'll be up and going. We're good now. Okay, we'll be streaming Facebook Live, so feel free to uh, leave comments there and interact or ask questions through Facebook Live, and we'll screen those, and we'll react and read the ones appropriately. That makes sense. Anyway, what's up, Harge? I can't see him. Oh, no, I can't okay. see you either. It's all good. Don't say, give him a minute, man. Producer, He'll get man. us That's up and producer, on. That's our producer, bro. Yeah, I got you. I'm, I'm producer I got you. doing his thing. I, 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 I mean, I can't you. see you, bro. I hear you, but I can hear you, though. <laughs> I can hear you. What's up, man? You ready? I'm ready. I'm all right, ready. Let's man. Let's get it. Let's get it. There you go. All right, Jonas, what's up, man? You ready to go? Yes, sir. Ready to rock and roll. <laughs> All right. What's up, Mr. Sams? What's up, fellas? How we doing? All right, man. It's Thursday, one day closer to Friday. So we've got <laughs> some things day. to get to. Yes, sir. We got some things <laughs> to get to today. Uh, of course, we're going to be joined by Eric Metcalf. All right. He's going to be joining us on behalf of the American Football Legends League. Uh, he's got some things going on with that that I know he's going to share with us, and we'll talk to him about what's going on in the football world and things like that. But, uh, you know, Texas' own Cleveland Browns legend Eric Metcalf, he'll be joining How's us. How's Jonas the doing over there today? How's Jonas doing? doing all right, man. You know, yeah, I had to tell my dad we had Eric Metcalf coming on today. <laughs> he would have told his dad. <laughs> oh, dad. yeah. I, was, I made it. How can Eric where we come from? <laughs> Dream come true right wow. here. He's pretty excited to hear it, too. I, I feel you. I That's feel you. Awesome. Way to go. Yeah, so we got a lot of stuff to get to today. Besides that, of course, you know, week six gets up and going tonight between the uh, Tampa Bay Bucks 
uh, visiting the Philadelphia Eagles. Definitely we'll get to that game. You know, Phillies look pretty good the last couple of games. Well, last game after the Dallas game. Uh, really, you know, they got uh, some wins. They fought back against Carolina. So we got Tampa Bay that's, you know, I think it's fair to say, other than Tom Brady, they're still limping in uh, to this game in regards to their secondary situation. So we'll definitely talk about that. Um, also, NBA, you know, we're about a week away from the season tipping off. Um, Kyrie Irving went IG Live uh, and gave his opinion where he stands. Everybody's drawing sides on this, political and everything else, joining to Kyrie. Like, hey, man, we know you told you to shut up and dribble, but you you right about this one. <laughs> you right about this one, man. Go ahead. You know, it's crazy how things work, man. It's crazy how things work. We definitely go get with Kyrie. Uh, and what he's got going on. Uh, also, what else we got? We got Major League Baseball. We got a game five tonight in the mm-hmm. Bay. All right. The Dodgers and the Giants. Julio Reyes versus Logan Webb. Okay. E40 versus Snoop Dogg. E40 is the Bay Challenge. Yeah, E40 is Snoop Dogg. We're like yeah. E40 and too short. Yeah, yeah you're too is. short there from the Bay. But yeah, man, this is a big one tonight. Uh, you know, everybody's well documented on how these two teams that don't really like for each other, like each other. This is their first time in the postseason, so the winner is moving on. Okay, so that's definitely going to be must see TV tonight. Also, what else we got? WNBA rolls on the Phoenix Mercury. They tie up the series last night. You know, had a lot of the Phoenix Suns there and to support Devin Booker, Chris Paul. You know, got off to a sluggish start, but they rallied. Uh, to defeat Candace Parker and her Chicago Sky. So that series is tied at one apiece. Um, also, we've got college. You know, college football goes on. You know, Iowa Iowa won the battle on the field, but there's another one brewing off the field between um, the two head coaches in regards to um, alleged faked injuries during Saturday's game. And just for people that don't are paying attention to Iowa versus Penn State, or, you know, you didn't get a chance, or you just feel like turning off the TV after the Texas game was over, like the hell with college football today. That happened to a lot of y'all, don't lie. So this game was taking place, and I think I remember this play, and it brought me back to, like, man, who started this in college? Because I remember, like, seven, eight, nine years ago, somebody had this as a strategy, and then it got on. But anyway, the crowd ends up booing. Okay, when the when the injured Penn State player is on the field, so uh, James Franklin goes to the podium afterwards, and he's asked, he's like, "Well, I don't know about Iowa fans," and he put the coaches into and coaches booing or complaining about one of our players that were hurt. Now, um, head coach of Iowa, uh, Ference, uh he, he said, you know, he kind of threw gasoline on the fire because I think this would have been dead already. But when he goes to his press conference, he kind of backed the fans up. He said, they smelled a rat. He goes, so I'm going to defend my people. But when he goes, of course, we don't want anybody hurt. We don't want to wish anybody ill. We hope the kid's okay. But he goes, I ain't talking about that one. I'm talking about another one where the kid ended up basically coming back into the play right afterwards. So Franklin's on the defense. Uh, you know, this is one of those that, you know, it was a, it was a tough game, but this is, you know, uh, it's a rival a little bit between them, but how do you feel on this, Arjun? Help me. Was it um, it wasn't Chip Kelly's Oregon Ducks or who kind of basically got labeled like really bringing this to the light in regards to up tempo teams or if we're out of timeout, just fall down, stop the tempo. Can you remember? No, I don't remember who okay. it is, but I do believe that some of this stuff does need to get 
a penalty. I think you should be assessed a penalty on some of this stuff because, you know, if I my job is not to stop for you because if I want to go fast, let's go fast. Don't try mm-hmm. to make me slow down because you can't handle it. Get your team in better shape when it comes to things like that. I mean, you know what type of team you're going to be playing against. You know it's going to be an up-tempo team. And if that is the way that a lot of coaches like to break things down or say, oh, fall down, we don't have any timeouts, or whatever the situation may be, let's slow them down, and they use it by injury. If you're going to take that kid out, he needs to be out for three plays. Hmm. Okay. If you're not going to assess a penalty, put a rule in it to say, if the kid comes out, needs to be out for three plays. Okay. Because if you're going to come right back in, you over there acting like you got shot. <laughs> then all of a sudden you get back, oh, he's yeah. he, it's a miracle. Yeah. They got that holy water <laughs> on the sideline. It's a miracle. <laughs> yeah. He's been healed. No, that that you can't you can't prove that. You know what I'm saying? No, I'm I understand you. cramping. I understand cramping. We all been there where we still lay in the bed now. Oh I man. Can't move. Yeah. 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 Yeah, it's it's one of those that it, it was dying down, I think, until the press conference took place. But those two coaches at it. Also, uh, what else we got going on here? A little bit of news kind of in our backyard. There are so- sources saying that Conference USA has asked the AAC to consider um, reorganizing things uh, between both leagues and really kind of use whether you want to say realigns or whatever like that. But um, the, the the reason why I have this on the docket, of course, you know, our undefeated UTSA Roadrunners reside in Conference USA. Birds up, uh, birds up. But yeah. I, this is one of those things that, okay, these these conferences and include the major ones too. It's like you know, just a few weeks ago, there was a report that said that hey, you know what, hold on on all the quote unquote power fives and and the expanded playoffs. We're not at there yet. We don't know, but we're going to hold talks up right now. Meanwhile, you have all these conferences, big or small, jockeying. So so the point me is like, you know, this is a big effort, even from Conference USA and them to try to say, hey, let's come together, realign this due to regions and geographic on the map. But this only makes sense to me, really, if these people know without a doubt that, look, man, we are expanding the playoffs. 80%, 70% 80%, 70% of everybody's going to have a shot to get in. You just got to be you just got to have so many teams in your conference. You got to have so many competitive like all there's a lot of rearranging and talks going on based off the fact that powers of be tell us, "Uh, well, hold on now. We're not we're not ready to continue these talks on expansion." Yeah. Yeah. That, that to me though, the biggest problem is when you're not in the Power 5 and you need to be in the Power Five to get a chance to get into the playoffs. That's why this needs to be expanded because there's no reason for teams that win their conferences not to have a chance. Yeah. Like, there are some people that are in a conference. You can't help what conference you're in, but you can help what when you get out on the field how you're going to play. Like, here's a perfect example. You talk about UTSA, birds up. Mm-hmm. They're doing their thing. What They're not going to get an opportunity to play in that. If they go, if they continue to win every single game, yeah. and and they they're undefeated team, how how is it fair that they won their conference? They did everything that they needed to do. They're one of the under. They're one of the teams that is undefeated, 
and they don't have an opportunity to play. We talked about Cincinnati last last week. I'm going to say they, they don't even their... know if they're going to get in for sure. I mean, right. they, they're getting their flowers a little bit, but we'll I'll see it to believe it once the committee has their say. Exactly. So, and we're we're right around the corner from the official first uh, release. release of yeah. the, the the playoffs. So the information for it early. So that's the thing that has always been puzzling to me is how do you win a conference and you're because there's only the power five, but there's mm. only four spots in the playoffs. Right. It doesn't make sense. So mm. well, it should be the power four. If that's what you're going to go with and that's how it's going to be, shouldn't be a power five or a power six. You have to make it to where everyone has an opportunity hmm. to be in those playoffs. All right. Well, we'll see how that happens. I mean, see how that shakes out, you know. Um, that's, that's just one of those things that uh, we'll see how it plays out. But eventually, I think they're either they're just, you know, kind of trying to stay low and this is really going full speed behind closed doors, but they don't want to tease it yet to right. the public. They don't want right. to set expectations because there's a lot of jockeying and picking up the phone like, hey, why don't we think about this for just the all <laughs> for nothing, in my opinion. 736-976, we get back. The Raiders show up to meet the media yesterday for the first time since the Gruden fallout. Definitely want to talk about that. They sent the leaders to talk. But the owner to plead the fifth. And I got a problem with that. 736-976. You listen to the Sports Grind broadcasting here for the Rounders Car Club Studios. We'll be back. All right, back here on the Sports Grind, Calvin Casey, Mike Cars, Jonas Clark, producer, Mr. Sam Spin, the one and twos. We're broadcasting here for the Rounders Car Club Studios. Today's show is being presented by Hazel Sky Smoke Shop. And this next segment is going to be sponsored by Tiger Sanitation. Tiger Sanitation, if you're looking for a job, they're always hiring. They do a lot of great things for the community and surrounding areas. That is Tiger Sanitation, official sponsor of the Sports Grind. All right, so... Let's dive in it. So yesterday, you know, Tuesdays are normally the players' day off, and, you know, they're off. And then, you know, you show up on Wednesday. That's when you get the game plan for the week. Uh, Now, granted, you know, if you play on Thursday, like for night, Philly and Tampa didn't really have Tuesday night off. But just for a normal, you know, play on Sunday, that's how the league schedule always works. But so the Raiders show up yesterday after, you know, 72 hours or longer of this, you know, dominating the sports news and regular news world as well, too, in regards to Gruden, the fallout in Gruden. And um, before I get to the negativity of it, I will say that, you know, I'm like, damn. I'm like, they put Mayock. Like, Mayock was on the hot seat coming in the season, and they put his ass in the hot seat in front of the cameras. More like, now nah, you go out there. You know, but pro- <laughs> props to Mayock, the GM, who did a pretty good job. I mean, he sat there had all the questions, answered all the questions, told how he felt about it, this and that, introduced the new interim coach, you know, and then Derek Carr, quarterback, captain, he speaks, probably had the closest relationship with John Gruden, and he gives, you know, his take of just on like, hey, I love the guy, but can't really, uh, you know, condone what he said, paraphrasing, and, and we'll have his comments here in a little bit. But the person that's missing – Okay, Mark Davis. All right, Mark Davis. He's nowhere to be found. He releases a statement pretty much after the press conference almost in regards to uh, ask the league. They have all the answers. 
no Mark, no man. Like that tells me what I've been saying since Monday and Tuesday after the fact that after broken Monday night football, he didn't really want to do it. Yep. He didn't really want to release him. He's yep. upset because of how this is playing in the background. His other peers that put the pressure on him. He let go of his back. He and this is the problem that I have with him being silent. You are the owner of there's a couple things. For one, you are the owner of the Las Vegas Raiders. Okay. You inherit this team through your father, okay? It's in your father, which is like, you ain't nothing like your daddy, boy. Your father <laughs> would run to a camera. Lane Kiffin got fired, and Al Davis had a, uh, had a second period, uh, you know, projector screen, like you were in second period, and from the media, uh, dot, never ran <laughs> from things. Mark Davis begged this man to come back and coach for seven years. I keep saying that behind closed doors, why he had other guys employed. And then when you know what hits the fan, you want to plead the fifth? You you want to sit there and say no comment? Like from somebody, you know, it's even being on a small scale in this situation of the 17 years I've been doing this. It's like, you know, the sports grind, business-wise or whatever, it's always come full circle back back into my lap. It's just like my former colleagues. When something would happen, something on social media, something happened, stations, they're not calling them. They're coming to me. They're asking me, hey, what's up with that? Do you don't get to you don't get to sit there and just duck and hide because your boys pretty much are putting the game, hey, man. I know John might be right, man. I know we feel like that, but sorry, Mark, you gotta go. I, I just that that's Bush League to have your guys, your quarterback, your GM that's almost a lame duck GM. And an intern coach to leave them out there, and you don't sit to take not one question or even charge to re- to read that statement publicly. I have a yeah. big problem with that. Me too. I mean, you've talked about it. It's the ownership. You got to be. You are the owner of this team. You had to be the one to go in there to let him go because of all the things that was said throughout it. And don't go and say, "Go ask the NFL. They have all the answers." No. I want to know what you had the conversation about as the owner of this, and you had to go in there and tell him, hey, man, look, maybe he goes in. Look, I I, I don't want to do this, but you have to do this. Or maybe he says, damn, John, what was wrong with you? What is the deal? you got to come out there and face the people because not only are you looking at the, the Raiders fans in Las Vegas that are coming to the game, you're looking at the rest of the NFL. You're mm-hmm. looking at the rest of the people that you're supposed to be in this uh, brotherhood with. Did you get pressured by the other other coaches to, I mean, the other owners to get rid of them? Did you have some conversation that had to come to you where they said, you got to make a decision right now? No. We need to understand that. Don't have the guinea pigs, the guys that have been playing with them, as you said, the lame duck GM and Mike Mayock. We already know what the relationship is with Derek Carr. Derek Carr could have said, I don't have any comment and kept going. But he he spoke his heart. He said what he felt. Hmm. Right or wrong, or however you're, you're, you took what they said, at least they came out and faced the music. Yep. And, how, and you know, Another thing with that is, is just the fact of let's just talk about the hire process because I've heard this brought up, but I can't really remember exactly how it goes. But a lot of people at that time felt like, okay, you know, Mark, did you really buy by the Rooney Rule when you interviewed John Gruden, or was it just like, hey, man, this is going to be yours? And you put a document. 
His dad, first one to hire a black coach, former player, Art Shell, played with the Raiders organization. You talked about it, you know, uh, Coach Flores, Flores that just went into the Hall of Fame this year. For the only Latino head coach to win a Super Bowl, did it twice. Um, Reggie McKenzie. Yeah. Let's not forget about Reggie being in the front office. Yes. first in charge of player, player yeah, personnel. Yeah. So, to me, to sit there and really go against – Kind of, I guess your dad tried to stood, you know, stand for and all that. That is just, and to me, now that he's done that, it's like, and I'm only speaking for myself, just in my opinion. It's like, don't go ahead. I don't want you, don't, don't, don't go. You know, when the season, wherever the Raiders fall, the chances of this guy staying on is going to be slim. So they're going to be the search for a new coach starts now. But to me, since you did that, and it's kind of like, well, hey, I'm, I'm mad. Take my ball. Then don't sit there and tell me. I, I don't. I don't want you to. Don't don't go get Eric Bieniemy. Don't don't go get. Don't don't go sit there and run to hire an African American coach after this now. And see, I'm gonna watch out for that because I because to me I can already see it. It's like if this is gonna be a PR thing that goes and depends on what else. If this whole pressure and the, let these other six hundred thousand some emails come out, but I'm saying don't. If you're gonna act like that, don't sit there and go hire Eric Bieniemy. Hey man, you know you've been waiting. Come on, man. I'm gonna give you, like no, man, no. Because now it makes it look skeptical. Not to say anything. Like right. get up and fake it until you make it whatever. But just to go out the back door, that ain't right. The guys talked about everything. No, we ain't have no fans here until everybody come. Nobody's coming this year. We're going to wait till next year. We're going to light the torch in front of the stadium now. We're going to do this. All wear white jumpsuits like your father, but you want to go out the back door. Totally not right. 736-976. You listen to the Sports Grind broadcasting here from the Rounders Car Club Studios. Calvin Casey, Mike Hards. We'll be back. All right, back here on the Sports Grind, Calvin Casey, Mike Harge, broadcasting here from the Rounders Card Club Studios. All right, 1-800-707-9760 is the number. Yes, I got word from the boss man to, you know, the show has gone abroad to give the 1-800 number out. So, I mean, you still call the other one, but that's what I'm instructed. Then I started thinking, like, damn, who's, I mean, because he's like, it's free. I was like, who's anytime playing? Anybody got a plan now? I thought you call anywhere. You can. Every code is free. Don't get charged if you go to any time plan. But I mean, when you don't say in Austin, you don't say the two one zero number. That sometimes that throws, throws people, people off. off. That's Damn, right. we got that many new people moving into Austin from outside the state. Then they wouldn't know that. I guess that's old me old school thinking. Or that means that whoever has five one two seven three six nine seven sixty is it's getting a lot <laughs> getting of phone calls. They try to figure oh, out. Oh, okay, that's what true. What are these voicemails? That's true. <laughs> Wow. I was calling them with hot sports opinions. <laughs> <laughs> John yeah, okay. So yeah, 1-800. I've been, meaning, I've, been meaning to, I've been meaning to say that to you. I've been Yo, like, hey, man, once we got in Austin, you might want to put yeah. the 210 on there. Okay. Bro. 1-800-707-9760. <laughs> All right. Back here on the sports grind. So, yeah, man. So, um, you know, also on Facebook Live, Dennis Carey's checking in. Says, Don't forget Colin Kaepernick, collusion, Jerry Jones trying to move Roger Goodell, GMs emailing each other about players and agents. Yeah, I mean, that's the reason why I know, um, you know, they're trying to put a push for the NFL to make the rest of these 600,000 emails public. And I would just sit there and tell you, don't hold your breath for that. Because they have nothing to gain, in my opinion, by doing that. I mean, of course, I would want them. We would want it. We really want to clean this out, per se. Yeah. You know, then yes. I mean, because it, it could be 
uh, somebody on your team. It could be somebody, your owner. It could be your player. It could be whoever right, or your right. GM, your former GM. They don't really want to do that. They're like, yeah, hey, that's man. That's a whole box yeah. of nerves that's going to be open to me. I, Jonas and I were having this conversation earlier, uh-huh. um, and I kept saying we have to be careful of what we ask for because sometimes when you want the truth, you yeah. can't handle the truth for yeah. real. And yeah. when that happens and you do find out that, hey, maybe Colin was right about the collusion. Oh, oh of course. That's of why course. Roger Goodell said, I think we overreacted and did the wrong thing with the Kaepernick situation. Yeah. So then it opens up everyone for exposure. And and, and the other thing to put a note to this is keep in mind, before this, which I'm going to get to them, but before this trial started with the Washington football team and the reason why this leaked, there was an agreement that this was going to be kept confidential before it started coming out. So there's there's legal stuff saying, yeah, y'all might want this, but we're kind of because we already went in this saying that, hey, are we going to be protected? Right. Um, and, I, and I know that call, um, you know, from the NFL, from the Players Association, stuff, calling like, hey, man, we want the other emails. I know they looking at them like, what? Like, man, we just gave y'all $100 million, man. Y'all in the end zone. We got y'all the helmets. What the hell? Like, like, I'm trying to be funny, but this is serious stuff, man. This is really kind of their mindset. Like, man, we just gave y'all 100 You see the halftime show? What the hell else they want? Damn. We nah, let y'all man. Have Snoop, exactly. Because exactly. I knew from day one when that was announced. That's why I came in. I'm like, damn, they still feel really bad from this. Kind of like, all right, man. You know, yeah, because that is not, again, I don't want to rehash it, but going forward, I wouldn't hold your breath on it. Would I want to see it? Probably. Because it's, because it would take a lot. It would, they would have to really turn the corner on a lot of stuff, but it's just one of those. We're going to give you enough. And, that, and that's just a society thing as well, too. I mean, that's just how we're like, hey, man, we gave you this. Like, come on, man. Right. You know, like, come on, man. Right. You know, that, and that's and that's just that's just keeping it real. But Mark Davis, just shame on you, man. I, that's just, I mean, eventually I think he's going to say something, say something. But that's just one of those, you know, they always say sometimes when you don't say anything, our actions speak louder than words. And the action just showed me, like, you, you cried. Right. You cried, said, I don't want to do this to you, man. I know. Right. I know. Now, the other question they had I got the same haircut. So yeah, cool. yeah, you got that chili bowl haircut, exactly. <laughs> hey, okay, so I thought about this. And I was like, okay, well, let me ask the panel. Okay, what about speaking of the Raiders, the player yesterday that asked for a personal leave, personal off? Mm-hmm. Okay, the um, what's my man's name? Na- Nasir. 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 Yeah. Nasir. Yep. Carl one, Nasir. Carl Nasir. The yep. one that openly came out gay. How do y'all feel about him taking the day off? Because I, because to me, I feel like, hey man, like I get it. You know, um, whether you, I mean, because the way I look at it, there's African Americans that are on that team that are hurt by that took it more offensive than I. Whatever the case be, that's hurt by those emails and that email, and more hurt. Like, damn man, you changed my family's life, and this is how you feel. Like it's a mixed emotions. Like they feel. Right. Sick to their stomach, but they had to show up. They had to get there. And I just feel with him, I'm feeling like, okay, you you wanted to come out on behalf of the LGBT community silent and you want to say, hey, I'm I'm openly gay. I'm hearing this. But when things hit the fan and you're playing for a man that basically don't really think that you maybe should be in the league or or we're making exceptions to bring your type of people in the league, shouldn't you be should, I mean, shouldn't you be there? 
in my opinion, I mean, how do we feel about that? And I'm being honest. I'm not trying to be funny. I'm no, just, I, I thought I about this. I mean, wh- I mean, how do you, I'll let you go first. How do you feel about that? You know, I, I didn't, I, I saw that and my initial reaction was, why did you take the day off? Mm-hmm. Um, you should have been one of the first people that went up to the front and talked and let your feelings be known right then. But then I sat back and I thought about it, Cal. We, as black men, we know to move on. We know to keep it going. We keep our, our foot to the gas and we just go and do our thing. Yeah, we, ain't, we, we remember. We haven't forgot. Oh. And then I looked at him and I was like, the way that he spoke about his type of person is what got to him probably. And I don't know, that, I don't know him as an individual, so I don't know right. what his mind was. But when he no-showed, that spoke volumes to me when they put out there that he had to take a personal day. Because I saw pictures of John Gruden hugging him while he was stretching before a game. You know, right. he's, he's taking pictures with him and, you know, I'm here for you, buddy. Yeah. You're on the team. And then to go back and hear the way he thought about people, it kind of goes back to what I told you yesterday. Two-faced. That puts you in a place to where I'm going to be cool with you right here, but when I go over here, I'm going to talk down to you. And talk bad about you. And that also says to your point card yesterday, what you're saying, which is true, is just like, hey, just because John felt about you that way because you're getting sacks and you have to win win don't mean the people that you're trying to represent or stand up for that he cares the same. It goes back right. to your point you're trying to make. I just, I'm not trying to kill the guy. I just feel like it's one of those situations that if you're going to be in the fight and you really are standing up and you are, it is something that directly affects you by the person you will work for and your other teammates have to show up. Your quarterback has to show up and take answer. Your intern coach that was thrusting this. I just feel like you've had a few days over 48 hours, 72 hours to process this. I just think you got to get your big boy pants on that. You know what they want to talk to you, but you know what they want to know. So this is your time to To, to me. This is the whole point of you coming out. Right. This is really what it's about for moments like that. That's in my that's my opinion. 736-976. You listen to the sports grind broadcasting here for the Rounders Car Club Studios. We'll be back. All right, back here on the Sports Grind, 736-9760. Broadcasting here for the Rounders Car Club Studios. Calvin Casey, Mike Hard. Today's show is being presented by Hazel Sky and Spoke Shop. Your number to participate is 1-800-707-9760. All right, so... Um, Let's get to the phones real quick as we coming up to get to uh, yeah before we go on because I want to get to the Washington football team too but let's go to the phones here let's go to Mike Mike you on the sports grind here on ticket seven sixteen and thirteen hundred the zone what's up hello Mike hello hello all right Mike. Mike wasn't expecting me to go to him that fast. Mike <laughs> usually waiting like 30 for me. Like, damn, man, you usually give me 20. Yeah. But anyway, yeah. Hold on for a minute. Oh, there you go. There you go. Anyway, so going once, twice, no Mike. Hello? He's gone. All right, Mike. You have to wait till after the interview then. Call back later. Hold bro. on a minute. Yeah, hold on a yourself. minute. Okay, let me get to Washington football team that basically is just uh, it's just a disgrace, man. And I know I've got Washington football teams listed to the show, but look. They announced today 
that the late great Sean Taylor's number is going to be retired this weekend on Sunday, which I believe is Sean Taylor's birthday weekend, I believe. And my thing is like, here it is, here they go. Once there's negativity that's circling around, <laughs> hey man, you know they, we still got a bunch of Sean Taylor. Hey, tell them we retired the number. Like this is fake. When it came out about the whole, like when it when when this before we got to the court uh, situation, when it came out about the cheerleading situation and the pictures and all that, yep. it was all. Then it was like, oh okay, man, you know we we gonna change the name now. We gonna go ahead and change. Oh no, excuse me, it wasn't that. It was oh. I'm going to let my wife come in. You know, Miss Snyder's now been appointed to the head of so-and-so. They always do this whenever it's negativity. And you know what? In fairness, you know, and like I said, and and who knows, but, you know, can you imagine, I mean, can you imagine if Daniel Snyder, well, put, put, put it this way. Could you imagine if this was, even if the Dallas Cowboys were involved in like half the stuff the Washington football team was on how much attention and how much it oh. would get. Oh, I mean, I know this is, I know this is, this is big. I mean, the last 18 months has real, been real big, big story and, and, and the nation's capital and the surrounding areas. I know people Washington post, everybody's been reporting on this, you know, you know, the, uh, the Michael Wilbons of the world, the Tony Cordy guys has written for that newspaper. I mean, and that region, it's been big news, but on a national, it'll pop up on the feed, be like, Oh, they're going to court these pictures. But, the type of stuff that this team or this organization, I should say, that's really involved with the, what they've gone through, man, you know, yeah. it's 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 crazy that it hasn't gotten that just more major attention than it is. But that to me, I just brought up because I was like, that's fake today, man. That at least I mean, happy for Sean Taylor and his family, right. but to to bring that like out now, like why wouldn't that announce two weeks ago that y'all plan to do this? Because they know exactly. They've been waiting on the news to come out, and they're like, uh oh. Uh-oh, we got to do something quick. We got to do something quick. And this goes to your point. It's the ridiculousness of what's going on with the Washington football team. They bought in Ron Revere. He's trying to make the changes, but he's still got to deal with all the shrapnel that's out there. Hmm. Yeah. It's that's ridiculous. A good, that's a good point. What you got, Jones? Just really fast, I want to say it's not his birthday weekend. Okay, it's so not I his birthday. set the record straight on that one. And then um, usually they have months of buildup. You know, you know when a number is about to be retired, exactly. and, and so you have the three-day short notice. And and the team president, uh, Jason Wright, said on Twitter today, uh, "We wanted to do something long overdue by retiring players' numbers." Months ago, we planned for Bobby Mitchell, who was retired last month, and Sean Taylor to be the first two seeing the reaction. I'm very sorry that the short notice does not properly reflect the impact that Sean had. Mm. Good PR teams, man. And they, got, and, and they hired the brother GM yeah. too for this. You yeah. Know what I'm yeah. They're doing everything. Yeah, exactly. All right, that's just bad on Washington football team. Just horrible, man. All right, man, when we get back, we'll be joined by Eric Metcalf. You listen to the Sports Grind. We're broadcasting here today from the Rounders Car Club Studios. We'll be back. Get running this fall at Dunkin' with $2 medium iced coffees from 2 to 6 p.m. Try any of Dunkin's delicious iced coffee, like their signature original blend. Or treat yourself to mocha, caramel, or the fall favorite, 
pumpkin. Always freshly brewed, made just the way you like it. Make time for happy hour and enjoy a $2 medium iced coffee from 2 to 6 p.m. Washington, D.C. runs on Dunkin'. Participation may vary. Limited time offer. Exclusions apply.